Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss all things urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome back to All Things Urticaria. This is Marcus, Marcus Maurer. I'm joining you from Berlin, from the Urticaria Center of Reference and Excellence in Berlin. And I'm very happy to have today with me Jonathan Bernstein from Cincinnati in the United States. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Marcus. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being with us. This is very exciting. Look, your country is so big, so strong in science and clinical research, yet we only have a couple of UCARES, really strong UCARES in the United States. So I'm I'm wondering if we could start off with a question, um, why is that? Why do our US colleagues not do what you are doing, and that is build and run a center of reference and excellence? Well, I, it's a very good question, Marcus. And actually, I think it's not just with uh, urticaria in our, even in our specialty. I think it really is uh, a problem with all of our healthcare system throughout the United States. As you say, it is a big country. It's very large. It's very spread out. Uh, uh, there are different states, different uh, uh, medical policies in each state, different institutions. The support comes from different uh, places. So it, it's very difficult to get the uh, institutional support support uh, to uh, develop these uh, centers of excellence. Uh, and yeah. I think that it is necessary, though, that we start to think about how can we develop these uh, centers of excellence and reference uh, throughout the United States and also throughout the rest of the world, not just the uh, United States, South America, Asia. Uh, and I think this is something that you've been very uh, uh, interested in doing, and uh, certainly we support this. Absolutely. And Jonathan, you know, I think this is part of what makes these uh, networks, including the UCARE network, so important uh, that we can learn from each other. Things are different in different countries and we can see what works and we can also see what doesn't work uh, somewhere else. And then, of course, go with what works. That's the idea. And you have done that like very few others in the United States. Uh, thank you for all your contribution to the many activities that this network is running. Um, where do you see, maybe specifically for your country, the biggest unmet needs for chronic urticaria, patients and physicians? I would love to hear that. Well, I think that uh, we need, number one, more centers where we have experts who do uh, know who are doing research, whether it's clinical or translation or even basic research throughout the United States, because I think what that brings knowledge and education. Uh, but we certainly need to create a heightened awareness that chronic urticaria is a serious condition. It's not a trivial uh, condition, and it has a significant impact on people's lives. It affects their quality of life uh, and has significant comorbidities associated with it. So we really have to uh, raise awareness, educate the general public, educate clinicians, primary care doctors, doctors and other specialists because patients with hives show up in all different uh, uh, clinical outpatient settings. It's a very interesting thing you just said, and that uh, very much is also true for my country. Most patients with urticaria go to see their family doctor, a general practitioner, and unfortunately, um, the next step when needed, and that is to go see a specialist often doesn't work. How does that work in the United States? Can, can a patient go directly to a specialist? Is referral a must? And how well does it work with you? 
And again, I think it, it, it it's very complex. We aren't uh, we don't have a socialized healthcare system, so to speak. So there's a lot of uh, uh, payers out there, and some do require referrals, and others don't. So okay. it's very variable, and a lot of times patients uh, come to see us because they've looked on the internet or they've spoken to a friend. Uh, yeah. But sometimes it's because their primary care refers them or other specialists refer them. It's very yeah. variable. And, and that definitely in my country is something that could work a little bit better than it's currently working. Um, what I find interesting, because it's very different from um, how we work here in Germany, is that there's two specialist groups, allergists and dermatologists who see urticaria patients. Now in, in Berlin, Germany, German speaking countries, most dermatologists are allergists, most allergists are dermatologists. So we don't have that um, different approach. How different is it um, when you're being treated by an allergist versus a dermatologist when you have chronic urticaria? Well, again, I think it di differs uh, depending on the part of the country because, uh, as you know, dermatologists have different scopes of practice and what their interests are. Some are more interested in cosmetic. Others are you know, focused on skin cancer or melanomas or things of that nature. Uh, there are some dermatologists who do take care of urticaria, but many of them, once they get past uh, antihistamines, they really don't want to deal with the uh, biologics that mm. are currently available uh, I, for a number of reasons. It's very difficult sometimes to get them approved uh, by insurance carriers. They don't feel comfortable. Uh, early on, uh, when omalizumab was the only, is the only uh, biologic, there was a box warning with anaphylaxis, and I think that had an impact. They were kind of a little... Uh, uh, intimidated or, or had trepidation using this uh, agent because they weren't sure about anaphylaxis, even though it hasn't been a real issue uh, with this biologic at all. So it's so variable uh, in terms of scope of practice mm. and, and how dermatologists practice. But for the most part, uh, I would say that allergists are taking care of probably at least two thirds of the patients with chronic urticaria in the United States, at least yeah. um, moderate to severe. Yeah. And that brings us again to how do I, as a urticaria patient, find someone, a physician, a specialist who wants to see me, knows how to see me and will eventually help me. I, I sometimes hear a lot of frustration from patients here in Germany. And I wonder if uh, this is any better in the US. And if so, what did you do to solve that problem? I wish we had solved the problem, but it's a tortuous journey for the patient, a long journey many times. It takes, we have patients, it's not as you do, I'm sure, who come in, I've had hives for 10 years, and this yes. is the first place that someone looks at me and tells me I'm not crazy or that there's hope. And uh, so it's a very uh, difficult uh, uh, for many patients to really know where to go and, and how to seek treatment because most clinicians are ill-prepared. Uh, fortunately, with the UCARE centers, that's been a very good resource uh, for the online search engines where at least they can find uh, some individuals who have some expertise. There's a few centers, as you mentioned, in the United States. We need many more in different parts of the country uh, to really uh, provide the support that's necessary for our patients. Yeah, yeah and I think that in addition to that, all that UCARE does to educate physicians and um, patients is very important to raise the knowledge, raise the, the awareness that there are treatment options out there that can be used, that there are people who know this disease. So I think we got to work, keep working 
along those lines. Where, where do you see the role of patient organizations, which are, are now coming? No, they're now coming to uh, be active, at least in many European countries. I understand there's also, at least online, uh, quite a bit of um, networking among patients. How did the U.S. Uh, solve that or yeah. develop that? And again, right now, it's probably through chat rooms on social media that people are talking and trying to, well, mm. you know, how do I get help with my hives and uh, and so forth? But quite frankly, there's not a very well-organized chronicler to carry a patient advocacy group uh, in the United States that I'm aware of. Uh, I think that for every uh, disease, uh, there really does need to be a patient advocacy group. I think we see this in other disease entities like the hereditary angioedema organization, uh, where we see it with the eosinophilic gastrointestinal disease organization. We don't mm -hmm. really have that yet with the uh, urticaria. Uh, and I think that's really what speaks uh, to uh, systems, to medical systems, to uh, to uh, institutions, universities, to uh, pharmaceutical companies, are the patients who are suffering with this disease. And that's how we move ahead. That's how we move the needle forward to really get the resources necessary to advance our understanding of this complex disease. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, I want to switch gears here a little bit. And um, we're always quite jealous, to be honest with you, how heterogeneous your patient population is. No, it's uh, uh, um, a very diverse group of patients in terms of background, including genetic background. Um, so more than anyone else, I think, or most countries on this planet, it would be you to stumble upon differences in patient populations in terms of their background. Have you seen anything? And the reason I asked, Jonathan, I'll, I'll be frank with you, I, we, we've just seen from a very well done study in China that there is a 2.9 prevalence, 2.9% prevalence, almost 3% prevalence of chronic urticaria in China. But when we look at the numbers in the US, we consistently have less than 1% of the total population affected. Are there differences between different patient populations in terms of um, uh, geographical background, uh, genetic background? Have you seen anything like that? We not. We really have. I don't think we've done a deep enough dive. Quite frankly, I think that there's more work to be done. I certainly you can we do know it. what a, we can, yeah. and we yeah. and we and we have uh, a, a paper that we're trying to get out, which is looking at transcriptomes of patients we looked at with uh, uh, chronic urticaria. We have uh, identified some very uh, uh, interesting biological pathways, but again, it's not, uh, it's a small study and it's not uh, a representative of all of the demographics yeah. of the United States, which as you know, is very heterogeneous with African-Americans, Asians, uh, 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 you know, different, all parts of the world. This is a yeah. melting pot. Uh, so we haven't really, uh, and, and that makes it even more difficult sometimes to find those uh, common threads, but uh, certainly women are much more common uh, to have it. And I think the work that your group has done to show that uh, autoimmunity uh, is a significant player, uh, whether it's to self-antigens or to, uh, you know, this type two uh, autoimmunity with the antibodies directed against Ig receptors. I think that we're we're starting to see this. I think we're seeing uh, that uh, 
you know, again, the, the types of uh, biomarkers that have been proposed for uh, antihistamine resistance or homolizumab resistance is really holding true in the United States. Mm -hmm. I, I think those are uh, universal, and I don't think that's mm -hmm. uh, uh, unique. Uh, and so we have a lot of work to do, though. Uh, but I agree with you. We have to we have to go in this direction. A lot of work, and this is really where I want to uh, go with you towards the end of our conversation. I'm looking at the time here, it's unbelievable. Time flies when I'm talking to you, Jonathan, it's so much fun. But um, you pointed at some of the unmet needs, some of the open questions that we have to work on. Um, and on the other hand, we have so many interesting instruments and initiatives and projects. Uh, we have a registry, we now have the app crews, we have uh, the UCARE conferences and whatnot. So there's a lot of things going on. Um, are we matching the most important unmet needs and questions in your GKRIOLOGY with our activities? This is what I want. Be, 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 be open because- I'm you know, very open. I, I think that uh, honestly, what the UCARE centers are doing under your direction, I'm not trying to, to say this, uh, 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 you know, uh, there, and, and I'm very sincere. I think this is an amazing, uh, uh, what you're doing uh, with the UCARE centers is excellent. We are uh, making progress in things that we had never really talked about. Listen, we, we, we look at inducible urticaria. Uh, we, haven't, it, it, we haven't learned anything about those conditions for since I was an allergy fellow, okay? So this is, uh, now we have uh, standardized patient report outcome measures that are being developed. Now we have devices that we can do standardized uh, provocation testing. That's unheard of. Now we're doing clinical trials to look at these conditions. We're going to understand mechanisms. So I think that this is what it requires. And there's so many different nuances to this condition. It's not one size fits all. It's There's so many different subtypes. And, and as you said, uh, uh, population differences, uh, and it's starting now to happen because we need a critical network, an international group of people who are, are like-minded, who are engaged and are willing to collaborate and to do these kinds of uh, research projects. This is extremely important. And uh, hats off to you, hats off to the UCARE uh, Center, your team. And uh, it's an honor to be part of this. And a strong part you are. You're running um, with most of the projects that are in the network. Uh, some of the uh, most important clinical trials are done by you. So, uh, Jonathan, I, I, I wish I could copy you. I wish there were more um, UCARES like yours in the US. Uh, and I really want to thank you for uh, helping this network, helping you to carryology in the US, also by linking the activities to your important uh, organization, the college and the academy and uh, the groups in the US that really care for this disease and care for these patients, bringing them on board and, and, and linking them to us. Jonathan, we have to stop, but I'm not letting you go. One last question, and that is literally the million dollar question. If no, let's make it a $5 million question. Oh boy. Okay. If, if, if you had $5 million, but you had to spend it on something related to urticaria, what would you do? Where would that money go? And it has to be gone within a year, not two years, two years. I would build a UCARE center exactly like Sharit Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I would recruit uh, the, the infrastructure that we need to, to advance the common mission that we have to understand this condition better. So that's what I would do. And I could spend it very easily. And it's not enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, you heard it here first, people. Jonathan needs five million uh, euros better than dollars to yes, build that. Exchange. <laughs> and, uh, let's make that happen. Jonathan, it was great fun to talk to you. I hope to, I hope to see you soon uh, for Global Carrier Forum, the latest in December in Berlin. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Be well, and you out there, do join us for the next and upcoming episodes of All Things Zerticaria. You want us to discuss something special that you would like us to uh, touch on? Then let us know and uh, bring your topics, your questions to All Things Zerticaria. We'll be happy to bring knowledge, awareness, and better help to patients with chronic urticaria and those who treat those patients. Be well, stay well, and until the next time, all things urticaria. Bye-bye. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into UCARE. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.